welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. When you're ready, you're just going to come to your shins on your mat and bring your knees together for a moment. So when you sit on your shins, your heels can be out to the sides. You can sit on your heels. Um, If this is comfortable, right, this is traditional child's pose in the legs. And then bring your hands to your hip crease and lift your chest up. So you've got, you feel your hip crease and then you feel the elongation of your spine. And then bring your hands to your lowest ribs and and even like, just give yourself your own assist of of lifting your your lowest ribs. All of this is doing well and good in your low back, right? We're gonna hinge forward at the hip. You're gonna bend forward at the hip. Eventually there comes to a point where like you're, you're bending forward at the hip and then you round your spine over your knees, letting your head come to rest on the, on the brow line or the hairline, somewhere in between. And pause, let your arms drop to your sides. This is the, the more traditional variation of child's pose. But for some of us, the low back curve does not enjoy this. If that is the case for you, actually, let's just all come up and explore the other options. So take your fingertips to the floor, press yourself back up, just treat yourself gently and lightly. We're going to walk the knees out to the edges of the mat. So about, it depends on your leg length. Mine don't quite make it there. Uh, Also depends on the width of your mat. Again, you've got this, the hip crease. And now when you, you can take your hands down to the floor, of course, um, walk forward and hinge at your hip, drawing your spine long. And what will happen is your chest will come uh, somewhere between your knees, maybe not drop down between them, but it'll be located between the knees. And this allows for the low back to take more of its natural shape, particularly for those of us with any low back strain uh, or with with deep low back curves that just, just prefer the more elongated situation. Uh, other reasons to do this wide need variation is uh, like if you just had a breakfast burrito, right? Like you want to have space for that. But important to know which, which child's pose suits you uh, in general or on a given day. And it, it's not one or the other all the time. And it's not even necessarily like this one is better for your low back. It really depends on what feels better for your low back. But those are two options. In the wide knee variation, sending your arms out in front is is a good idea because usually they get kind of of trapped around the knees there. But when you send your arms forward, play with bending the elbows out to the sides and making space in your upper back, space around the base of your neck. And then if what you were feeling before, the tucked in variation suits you better, go ahead back there. Just uh, know which one you like today, right now. Tune into the sensory experience of yourself well enough to know what, what feels good. It's, it's not a test. It's not like when you go to the eye doctor and you're like, lens one, lens two. But more paying attention to your own comfort. You're allowed to do that for this time that you're in yoga. You're allowed to do that. 
all day long, like physically in your body. Like, unless you have to save someone from a burning building, then like, you know, comfort second. But have one more breath here. And as you exhale, come on up to your hands and knees. And press into your hands, draw into your abdominals as you move. So moving on the exhale, often a good idea for, for low back stuff. It uh, lets you bring the abdominals in. You're inhale your way to cat pose. So we're, we're changing the breath pattern here. Exhale your way to cow. And draw your abdominals in as you pull your heart forward. So changing the breath pattern a bit with this allows for more support of the spine in the back bend and potentially more breath directed into the back during the cat pose. So back body breathing is so healthy for us. And uh, really we're, we're kind of front breathers, most of us. The air gets everywhere in our lungs. Not always like every breath. It does get fully down deep, right? So when you take cat pose and you inhale, focus on getting your breath down to the lowest ribs you can feel. Just creating a little shape change there in your body for a moment. Then as you exhale, you're drawing your abdominals in to support the lumbar spine. And all of us will have a certain range of motion that feels good in this uh, particular back bend, the cow pose. For some of us, it's real deep, usually because our lumbar curve is real deep. But for some of us, it's not so much in the low back. It's more in the, the chest kind of area that you want to focus, particularly if there's any low back strain. One more round, finish on the inhale, round up in the cat, let your head drop, feel like a good forward flexion of your spine. And then back to center, we'll walk the hands slightly forward, turning your, uh, what we call the lobster claw, the space between your thumb and your first finger forward. Tuck your toes under, come on up to down dog. Press your hands down and forward and your feet down and out. As you press the feet out, feel active engagement of your outer thighs, outer legs, outer hips, and spread across the low back, the sacrum. So we get the sensation of space in our body. We're not actually putting space in there. Body staying put together. But you get the sensation of broadening of the low back. Strengthen that by drawing your abdominals in. We'll look forward to the hands. Walk forward into a halfway lift. Press your feet down. Slide your hands up to your shins and draw yourself parallel to the floor. So hips in line with your shoulders. As much hand support as you need for that. Right? You might be able to work that off from your back and just be light in the fingertips. But you might want a little more support for the arms, especially for the lower spine. So we're still halfway lifting. I know this is the, the pose that I just like love because it's not a, not a flashy pose, but probably our, our best strengthener for modern yogis, modern life. Draw your abdominals in, draw your heart forward, and then pull your abdominals in as if they are you're just holding your lower back as you fold down into 
Uttanasana, standing forward fold. Press your feet down, your hands to your hip crease. And then you're gonna pull your abdominals up away from your hands and draw yourself up to standing as if you were stacking your spine with the abdominals. Once your rib cage gets up, draw the center of your chest up. Once your chest is lifting, then the arms overhead. Then hands to heart center, pause. Press down through your feet, lift up to the front of your thighs, inner thigh, pelvic floor, lower abdominals, all of that working, feet to navel. And then the lift of your chest, more of a floating breath moving in. Moving out, you re-anchor into your feet, the front of your thighs, deep abdominals. Inhale, float your chest up, float your arms up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward, hands come to heart, you bend your knees. Press into your feet, pull your abdominals in. Let your abdominals slow the action of your spine releasing. And we'll breathe in, lift halfway, pull your feet back into the mat, draw your heart forward, hands can be on your shins, use your arms as much as you need to, Get long through the back of your neck, and then bow forward, hug in, let your head drop, press your feet down on your inhale, roll up to standing, this time as you exhale, sit back into Ukatasana. Hips go back, arms reach forward, go as low as you go, and press into your feet, and on your inhale, come to stand. Good. Exhale, we'll bow forward. As you do, fingertips to the mat, click your heels together. And then inhale, bend your knees out to the side, lift your chest up, pull your abdominals in as you go, breathe into your back. And then exhale, bow forward again. Feet together or apart, but parallel, head drops heavy. Press your feet down, roll up to standing, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Exhale, fold forward, bend at your knees. Hips go back as the chest goes forward. That helps to balance the movement. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Walk your feet hip distance apart, be on your fingertips here. You could be on blocks too. Right foot steps back into a low lunge, fingertips down. When you inhale, draw your heart forward, elongate your spine. When you exhale, step back to down dog. Inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, low push-up, could put your knees down, could be on your toes, your choice there. Then upward-facing dog. If you do have low back stuff, place your knees down, pull your abdominals in, not so much back bend there. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Squeeze your right leg tightly, inhale it back behind you, three-legged dog. Then as you exhale, bend the knee, look forward, step up into a low lunge, back foot then flat, come up warrior one. Good. When you exhale, hands through heart center, fingertips to the mat, spin the back heel up and step to the top of your mat. Breathe in, 
lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, bow forward. Awesome. Press your feet down. Inhale, roll up to standing, mountain pose. And then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance. Keep your fingertips to the floor or your block, step your left foot back, pause here, low lunge. You're gonna focus on drawing your front body long, squeeze your back leg tightly, and then exhale, down dog. You're gonna step back all the way into the down dog, register this pose, you can always stay here. Then breathe into a high plank, shape in the high plank then low push up on your knees or your toes breathe in upward facing dog breathe out back to down dog squeeze your left leg tightly draw your abdominals in as you take your left leg up and back and as you exhale bend the knee fold it in toward your chest look toward your left hand Step lightly in a low lunge, then you turn your back foot flat at the diagonal to come up warrior one. Squeeze your back leg, draw your abdominals in. When you exhale, hands to heart center, bow forward, fingertips down, come up on your back toes, then step. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway at the top of the mat, good. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Excellent. On your inhale, Ukatasana, sit your hips back, lift your chest up. As we exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, you're drawing your heart forward just like we did in those lunges. This time, plant your hands, step back, low push up. to upward facing dog, any variation there. And then down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward to your right hand, step your right foot up, back foot turns flat, press your feet down to come up warrior one. We're gonna open up to warrior two. We'll walk feet onto one track. Point your front toes and your front knee straight ahead. We're gonna bring the hands down to the hips. Just let the shoulders have some time off. And walk your fingertips to the, the hip crest and then down on the front to find the, the front border of your hips and the abdominals that run between those two. Draw them in right, as if they could support your sacrum at the back, which they can, coincidentally. Once you've got that, Take both hands and just uh, behind your back to the lumbar area. So the area between your sacrum, between your hips and your rib cage. And just feel that area long on both sides. So a lot of times we get into a sassy warrior where the, the left side in this case would get short, right side gets long. See if you can level the hips until both sides feel long. Bring your hands to your rib cage. Give that little assist of lifting your ribs away from the hips. And then both arms up overhead. So it's a little bit of a warrior identity crisis here. You've got warrior one arms, warrior two posture. 
breath in, reach up, a little back, so a double reverse. And then when you exhale, look to the front of your mat, cartwheel your hands down, step back to down dog. Breathe out. You can always stay here or inhale forward to the high plank. Exhale, low push. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Pause here. Breathe as if you're still in a vinyasa flow. Inhale. Because really, you are. Breathe out all the way. Then left foot forward. Plant down. Then rise up. Open out to warrior two. Pause to make sure your front toes are straight ahead, knees pointing with them. Back foot's parallel at the back edge of the mat. Back leg is straight and strong. Then hands to your hips and find the, the crest of your hips, very top, and walk the fingers forward till you find the anterior surface. And the abdominals that run between the two hip bones, pull them in. When you got that, bring your hands around to the lumbar area, the spine between hips and ribcage. And get the sensation of that being long on both sides. If you're not sure, let your right hip drift up. Let the right side get a little short there and feel what that's like. Then drop the right hip as much as you can. And if you can't, or if you can't get long on the right side, if it's still staying short, step the back foot in a bit, right? Step it in until you feel pretty even on both sides. It doesn't need to be perfect, but pretty even is a good place to be. Hip hiked, not such a good place to be unless you really need to give someone some attitude, then by all means, but we're practicing yoga, so probably probably not now. And you can give me attitude anytime. Good. Hands to your rib cage, lift it. it, just so lightly, sit low on your front leg, then both arms up overhead. Press your feet down, lift your chest up and go back, so double reverse, good. When you exhale, Look to the front of your mat. Curl your hands down. Step back. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in, stay in the flow of that breath. You would if you're moving from up dog to down dog. And then look through your hands, walk or hop to seated. Pausing here. You bring the right knee in and have the sole of the right foot on the floor inside the left leg. So first step, just hugging your right knee in and sit tall. Now for some of us sitting on a block, couple blocks, sitting block will be a great idea here, getting your, your sitting bones uh, to lift. For others of us, what might help, right, is to gently lift the hips and shift the left leg forward a bit so that you're sitting uh, with the left sitting bone in front of the right. So if, if you want to try that method, like you don't have a block, sit on or you just want to try it, 
Okay, so then the right sitting bone lifts a little off the floor. That's cool. Left arm wraps around the right knee. And you turn, look over your right shoulder for twist. Twisting is not for your spine. Uh, well, rotation is usually okay for the spine, but it depends on the, the side that you need to twist to. Right, so if, if twisting into the leg is, is too much, you're gonna turn away from that leg. So more of an open twist, right hand to the, the left knee. One more breath here. On an inhale, unwind. Back to center. Pause at center. Check out where your sitting bones are. If they kind of feel tucked underneath you, that's totally normal. You lift your hips, slide to the front of them. And if you feel like you're not sitting to the front of them, if you feel like you're sitting behind them, you are, you are right about what you feel. Use a block or when we draw the left leg in, slide the right hip a little forward. Right? And, and that will help to counterbalance any of the, the low back stuff that, well, it can help. Will, that's a strong word. Right arm around the left knee. You're gonna sit as tall as you go as you rotate in the twist. Press out to your front heel, lift your chest out. Again, if twisting in toward the left leg for any reason, like spinal stuff or breakfast burrito, turn the other way. There's a range of, of stuff in between spinal stuff and breakfast burrito. And so the turn the other way isn't that kind of leverage twist, it's just opening the chest to the side. Inhale, unwind, come back to center, pause, both legs out, shake it out a little bit if you like. Then in focusing on low back help, take Janusasana, bring in the right foot in to the left inner thigh, so it's that figure four stretch. Again here, you're going to feel that the right hip slightly back behind the left. We're going to leave it there today. Right, so old school, like we might have just tried to like square that up, but that's kind of like square in a circle with the uh, the hips. Some of us, you know, it's fun to do, but some of us, it's a lot on the hamstring, low back. Same thing here. We're gonna lift up and contemplate where your spine is in relationship to your left leg. So all our life we've been doing this since like third grade PE, bow over the leg. But where's your spine? Like your spine. Bring your hands to your rib cage. Turn the rib cage as much as you can toward the front of your mat. This is your heart's pointing forward. And then contemplating where your spine is. I don't know about you, my spine is to the inside of my left leg. Lift up and bow forward inside the front leg. You can put your hands down on the floor. You can put the hands down on blocks. You can put your hands on either side of the leg. Keep your spine moving down to the inside of the leg. So there are variations and it's totally valid to bow over the leg if that works for you. One thing we wanna consider is when we do that, we add rotation of the spine and it, it potentially some disconnect between, well, not dislocation, but some, some kind of compression or tension in the sacral area can be a thing there. 
you don't need that. So it's possible to bow at the inside of the leg and go really far. You can even put your face on the floor, get the hamstring stretch that you need or want. Or maybe you don't want it and you come out of it. Breath in, breath out. Inhale, slowly come up. Pause when you come up, just take your hands behind you, let that ease off, absorb what just happened. And then take the right leg out, then bring the left leg in. And again, as you extend the right leg out, you'll feel the right hip probably slides forward to the left, let it. Now you'll feel that your sacrum is it's kind of at a diagonal, a small one, probably. You don't need to overdo it. Lift up and take the hands to rib cage. Just give yourself that little lift and turn your heart toward the front of your mat. And again, just acknowledge where your spine is and where that right leg is. You're going to bow forward in your spine, keeping your spine at center. will probably mean that your body is slightly inside the leg, probably. Now you may have brought the leg back across center or something like that. Then again, like as, as human beings, we have these two columns of our legs that then come together at our hips, our, our sacrum, then to our spine. And we want that spine to run down the center, like ideally. And the legs to stay on their sides, ideally. So as you're, as you're taking this on, anytime we take a forward fold, having your spine inside your leg, which you can, if you don't like, see your spine uh, kind of in the eye of your mind, you can think navel center, sternum, nose, navel, sternum, nose, inside the leg. On your next inhale, draw your heart forward. Come on up. Take your time, just pause with your hands back behind you to let yourself lean out of that a little bit. Nice to just release it, dissolve it, then both legs out in front. You're gonna scoot your hips forward toward your heels and then lay yourself down piece by piece. So sacrum down, lower spine down. So if you could do each rib at a time and then your head, pause when you get there, land in the space of your body. Feel the floor underneath you. Your breath moving in and out. Let the next breath out through your mouth. And if there are any finishing poses, stretches, water breaks, whatever it is you need to be comfortable for Shavasana, take those. If there's a resting pose or restorative that you like better for Shavasana, do that and then rest.
ready to come back. Start with a breath in. Notice its effect through your body, the rib cage, the spine, hips and shoulders. Let your mind walk out to hands and feet, fingers and toes. Light movement there. And then you pause that. Roll to your right side and pause there. And one thing at a time and really conscious of it. As effortlessly as possible for you. Make your way up to seated. When you rise, you anchor down through your sitting bones. Draw into your lower abdominals. Breath in, lift your chest up. As you breathe out, we'll bring hands together at heart center. Inhale in, take thumbs to forehead center. Have a moment here to breathe and to feel. To be unhurried, undisturbed. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Great work. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.